Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Hi there, it's Marsha Collier. How you doing? Well, Mark Cohen isn't here today, and it's, it's going to be a little difficult for me. If for some reason we do go out, that's because I live, and where I do the show, very close to the wildfires. I'm tweeting out a Google crisis map right now of the Southern California wildfires, so you can see just where I am, and I'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, please visit our archives if you can't listen to the whole show. I know you know you may be busy. You may see this on Twitter and say, "Oh, that looks good." But we're also on uh, Computer and Technology Radio, on iHeart Radio, TuneIn Radio, iTunes, and of course WS Radio Networks. So our archives go up, so you can listen to it all there. We we have a pretty good show. I put together a bunch of stuff to talk about, but since my phone has been ringing off the hook with people wanting to know about the wildfires, <sighs> hi, Uncle Bill, glad you're here. <laughs> um, please tweet to us, hashtag Tech Radio on Twitter, and we have a live stream going on Twitter, too. And we want to thank uh, Kurt Boothman for putting that up for us. So basically, I tweeted out a map of the wildfire not giving away my exact location, but I'm six miles away from the 27 freeway you'll see on the California maps. So it's been a little hairy. First, uh, we had the terrible shooting at a club where a lot of college kids go. My daughter used to go, and, and it's tragic, and we know people who were shot during that event, and, and it was it was a horrible tragedy. And then the next day, the wildfires start. Hi, Ray Gordon. Pierre, good to see you. Um, saying hi to the folks on Twitter. Hashtag Tech Radio. Okay, so uh, the fires were starting. And Friday morning, I woke up to a friend texting me from Malibu saying, I have to evacuate. I have to get my cat out of here. I have to move. And that's when the nonstop television watching started. Basically, what we've got here is single-digit humidity. Uh, yesterday, it was 5%, and we had 50 to 60 mile-per-hour winds. So once the fire started, there was just no way to stop it. it. It just kept going. The fire that was in Northern California, which, thank goodness, is out, this is not an exaggeration, it was going at the speed of 8080 excuse me, eight zero football fields per minute. That's how fast that fire was going. And that poor community only had one in-out road. And so many people didn't make it. It's just, it's tragic. So right now where we stand is the Woolsey fire, which is the one near me. And sorry, it's a little tough here. 100,000 acres have burned, 20% contained. 150 phone homes have burned down, uh, and 250,000 people have been evacuated. The flames jumped across our freeways, and today things are a little better, although still has not been contained at all. 
we don't have those horrible winds today. The winds have changed direction, and they're coming from the southwest, which brings the ocean air over the city. And what's that, what that accomplished by where I am is it drove all the smoke over the house. The smoke is so bad that you really can't breathe out there. I, I worry about the squirrels. I worry about all the animals out there. Uh, the air is just, just dreadful. And from what I heard on the radio locally, um, that the air quality meter has tapped out at 999. It's really bad. So they can't even measure it. Yeah, um, Marcia, this is Wade. Hi, you know, just hi Wade. Everybody, this is Wade from WS, uh, WS Radio Networks. Yeah, and uh, just, you know, first off as to that last thing, so essentially you guys are breathing dirt. Yeah, pretty much. So Uncle Bill asked, how did the California wildfires start? Well, and, and kind of that's a great kind of jump off because I, what, <clears throat> excuse me, the reason that I jumped in was to let people outside of California understand and appreciate kind of how can this be happening. For instance, I'm down in San Diego, and San Diego of metropolitan areas has the most undeveloped square footage of any city. <clears throat> and people go, but San Diego looks like a pretty built-out city. It's the canyons. And mm -hmm. so we hear about the Hollywood Hills, and we hear about San Fernando Valley, but if you don't, if you haven't been there and driven around, what you have to understand is coming in from the east, all the wildlands are all these canyons that come all through the city. They're, they're scenic, but they're like tendrils. And so when a fire cut starts going, those tendrils are how it gets into, you know, all the way into Malibu when you're like, hold on, Malibu's by the ocean. So just to let people be aware it's the canyons and valleys that are undeveloped tendrils throughout Southern California communities that make these wildfires so uh, powerful. Well, and the thing is, anybody who lives anywhere else in the United States or anywhere in the world, you know how they tell you not to put a pine tree in your fireplace <laughs> at Christmas? That's not the way to get rid of it, because if you've ever put pine needles in, you, they just ignite. It, it's just fuel for a fire. And that's what's going on here. But the bad news is tomorrow the fire, uh, the winds will kick up. The winds will go back from the northwest uh, to going southwest. That always confuses me. So it's going to kick up again on Sunday and more on Monday. If you are interested in following any of this, go on hashtag California wildfires on Twitter. I mean, that's incredibly active. And I got to tell you, for all the crazy that James Woods, the actor, is, he's been helping people out. He's back east, and on his Twitter account, he's been helping people connect with people who've been separated because a lot of people are in shelters. They, we have shelters, thank goodness, for large animals, and people have been bringing their horses there. Some of the people in in Malibu did not have a way to get to the shelters, so they took their horses down to the beach. There are llamas. There are horses. There are all kinds of animals down on the beach over there that can't get back to their homes. We're trying. Everybody's trying to get food to them and all that. And also, at LAFD on Twitter, I was looking at it earlier, Every time a new fire sprouts up, they tweet, and buildings are burning. So 
All I can say is God bless everybody for doing the great work that they're doing to help everybody else because it's really been the community that's gotten together. And by the way, there was some comment about maybe we didn't prepare for wildfires. That is something like Wade said. Wade, you know, all the brush, all the gullies, all the canyons, if they are not cleared out, and nature used to clear those out with wildfires. And back in the old days, remember Smokey the Bear? Smokey the Bear was the symbol they used to have fires to, to burn out these areas, and we don't do that anymore because people have been living closer and closer. Anyway, I want to say hello to Ray Gordon, Valencia, Uncle Bill, Linda Sherman, Pierre Oliver. I'm sorry I can't tweet as actively today because it's just me. Mark has no power. And uh, in the second segment, we're going to talk a little bit about solar power. I did some investigating on it. So Mark does have solar power at his house, but he has no power uh, because that's the way it works. <laughs> um he, he is no doubt feeding power to the grid, if maybe, but he does not have solar himself. So, you know, kind of, kind of is a two-edged sword spending $50,000 for solar. We'll talk about that later. Okay. So, now that you've seen that, we've talked about the fires. It's all scary. Let's talk about robocalls. Wade, are you getting a bunch of robocalls on your cell phone? For the past year. Uh, and I, I got to say what I love is the fact that my cell phone identifies them as scam likely. Now, who are you with? T-Mobile. Okay, I'm with T-Mobile, too, and I've got some good news for you. That's what this story is about. Yay. Yay. <laughs> so the one, the only phone company who's actually doing something about it, the FCC has demands, which, you know, FCC demands a lot, but who pays attention? Uh, they want carriers to adopt a stronger call authentication system, a framework called Shake and Stir, which stands for Secure Handling of Asserted Information Using Tokens, and Stir, Secure Telephone Ident Identity Revisited Standards, which would allow phone companies to verify the call that a customer is receiving is actually from a person and not being hijacked by spoofing practices. If you're on T-Mobile, they are the first company to actually do something about this. So, wait, if you go to your phone and you go to the telephone, you can enable, even though they flag calls now is scam likely, that's built into the T-Mobile network, and Metro customers, you can enable spam block, which blocks these calls entirely. But you have to manually enable it. So, what you do is you go to your phone and dial hashtag 662 hashtag or hashtag ONB hashtag. But I like hashtag 662 hashtag. Now, once you do that, your phone will give you a notification saying you have enabled spam block. It'll start in a minute. And if you want to double check that it's active, you can dial hashtag or pound sign 787 pound sign and it will let you know and if for some crazy reason you want to turn it off hashtag 632 hashtag so to enable that feature on your t-mobile device hashtag 662 hashtag i think it's great yeah. and because bravo t-mobile 
because we live in amazing times. I just did that as you were describing it, and it functioned exactly as you described. Isn't that amazing? No, seriously. I mean, I read read about this, and I said, I'll do that. And it works. It absolutely works. Since I'm often producing shows, you know, I just got used to everything goes to voicemail. If you don't leave me a message, Mm -hmm. I figured you really don't want to talk. But definitely over the past year, more and more of these, and from, you know, they spoof the local numbers, so it's got your prefix. Um, And the thing, again, just that always makes it even more annoying is when somebody calls you asking, why did you call me, and you realize that in this go-around, your number is what they spoof. Right. Yep. Yep. yep, yep. But the interesting thing is I don't get I get zero calls from my local numbers. <laughs> I none of those people call me. Anybody who really knows me texts me. So right. I know that when I get a call with the those numbers, I know it's spam, but now now that I enabled this on the T-Mobile phone, it, it I don't see a thing. It's absolutely wonderful. Silence so, is golden. There you go. Um by the way, thanks for Ray and yeah Ray Gordon said, the dried pine needles on the ground also contain resins that feed fires. Yes, that's that's what I was saying. So, and, if and you have Sprint, yeah, go ahead. I, I, just uh, speaking of the pine needles and such, down here they planted a bunch of eucalyptus trees, which, you know, people are surprised to find out aren't na- native. But just like pines, they're oily and yep. great kindling. Uh, do you guys have a lot of eucalyptus up there? There's some right near my house, but the interesting thing about pine trees and uh, the fire that was up in Northern California, people questioned because the trees were still standing and the trees hadn't burned, but all of the ground was charred and the cars were all charred. And that's because when a wildfire runs through, it sticks closely to the ground and it rolls across the ground. And when you have pine trees, nature's deal is that any of the pine cones that have fallen from the trees open up and blow out their seeds so that when and if the pine trees die, those seeds take root after the fire. I thought that was very cool, and a very cool way that nature handles all of that. Yeah, and just another example, if I can throw this in, of we need to recognize we're part of nature. You know, for so long we think we simply conquer nature. But, you know, here's right. a situation that pine trees need a fire to do what they need to do. Mm-hmm. So we've got to find some way to factor that in. You know, I don't know what the solution is, but just, well, you know, we can't Wade, keep like ignoring I, these things. Like I said earlier, remember when we had Smokey the Bear as kids? He was the yeah. symbol of the U.S. Forest Service who actually did stuff. And I don't know where that goes. I'm not in politics. I got nothing to do with it. Whatever. But I do know that if we didn't, if we had more active forestry, we would not have all of these problems. Right. So whether or not it's because somebody on one side is, you know, overly, say, protective of nature versus somebody on the other side mm-hmm. that doesn't want to spend the money, simply both of you got to deal with it. Got to get is, together. Yeah, this is a yeah. reality. Right. I mean, anyway. when you see people's houses burning, let's go to an uh, how, <clears throat> Okay, so are you on Sprint? No, I'm not. I just left Sprint for T-Mobile about a month ago, and I couldn't be happier. (laughs) My signal rocks. But those of you who are still on Sprint, 
Have you ever used Skype to make phone calls? Because I use Skype all the time. Um, you know, if I'm calling Europe or I'm calling China, or I'll use Skype because it works. They've just found out through a study uh, that Sprint was throttling Skype. The throttling was detected in 34% of about 2,000 tests. <laughs> and they ran two tests in a row conducted between January and October. And it happened regularly. It was spread geographically across the U.S. Android phone users were more affected than those of Apple. Uh, in the case of a video call, which is what they were testing, video quality would be much poorer than what the network should be able to support. And, you know, I always check my network on fast.com, which is a fun thing to do while you're on, you know, on your mobile. See, is your signal coming? Is it working? Is it working? And you can check to see if it's working. And uh, they've been throttling. So that, that can't, be, can't be a good thing. Now, to drill down into that a little bit, you know, we will use Skype here in the studio, but I'm always on the receiving end. And right. so I know that you can either dial a number or it'll say dial by Skype. I assume if you're on mobile and you're dialing by number, it's writing on the mobile network. And if you're dialing by Skype, is that now on the data network? Well, I got I to tell you the way I use Skype from my mobile phone is I use the app. And you, let's say you are the connection on Skype. I just tap and connect a call. And I do it the same way with Google Voice, which is also an alternative that I've actually found more reliable because I don't do video calls, but I like reliable calls. And Google Voice and Google Meet work very well. And there's no, well, I think there's a one cent a minute charge for my calling internationally, which is just fine with me. So it sounds I keep like $2, yeah. Those are both on the data carrier, and they're not using uh, the mobile carrier then. Exactly, and, and that's what they're doing. So all you have to do is tap the name. I've never dialed a number for either of those services. I assume it works. So you can test it. Now, how often do you use something like uh, Google Voice instead of just calling somebody on your cell phone? Is it only when you're going overseas? Only internet for international ah. calls because uh, I do that. But I use Google Voice constantly. Uh, I have an office landline, which gets spoof calls, robocalls, as we talked about earlier. And I forward the landline to Google Voice. So if somebody actually leaves a message, I get a text back with a message. And you can set that up. It's free. Anybody can do that on Google Voice. Just search Google Voice and set it up, and it'll give you a phone number you can forward all your phones to. I, it's I, a great service. I don't know if this would be a good time for it or sometime on a future show, but it'd be interesting for you to tell us the, the different ways you set up your personal phone and communication stuff versus your business phone and communication stuff, because... You know, you're, multi, you're multimodal. Well, honestly, I answer uh, everything goes to Google Voice, <laughs> and except my cell phone, and all the and the message, the voicemail message comes out of Google Voice, and it identifies that this is Marsha Collier at the Collier Company. So it's always a business because one of the violations of the laws of robocalling is that they can't call businesses. In case you didn't know that, so if the phone number is technically registered to a business, they're violating the uh, law at the get-go. So that often knocks them off. 
if they get that voicemail. And and then pretty much your home phone, if it's a family friend or somebody calling that, they just know, yeah, 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 she uses this for business. And then your cell phone's mostly the person, or it's probably predominantly the personal, right? Yeah, my cell phone is personal, and basically I have the landline for the alarm system, and I just don't answer it. Nobody calls me on that. So whoever's calling me, I know it's a robocall. (laughs) Automatic filter. Right. So Sprint, um, in more of the alphabet soup and scams of 5G, Sprint ups mobile hotspot to 50 gigabytes and turns on faster 4G LTE network before 5G arrives in 2019. Once again, as we've said on tech radio, 4G LTE, how fast do you need it to be? Are you really watching movies on your phone? Because I don't know about you, but my phone works just fine. It really doesn't need to be a whole lot faster. Um, They were giving, Sprint was giving on their Unlimited Plus and Unlimited Freedom plans 15 gigabytes on a mobile hotspot. Now it's 50 gigabytes. But the fact that so many people can't even connect to Sprint and hold a signal kind of ruins the whole idea behind having it as a mobile hotspot. But anyway, they will do that, and you can make a mobile hotspot. And again, 5G, 5G is faster than you're ever going to really need for your phone. I mean, I'm sure we're going to see it, and I'm sure we're going to use it. But the word need, no, no, it's incredibly fast. And what 5G will do is it'll work with IoT Internet of Things, and it'll work with smart cities to help develop a better environment for us, um, like emergency messages, lighting in a city, electricity in a city. That can all be handled by a 5G network. Really, for your phone calls, I'm just saying, 5G, and it's not going to happen next year because we don't have the uh, infrastructure in place, and it in- needs a strong infrastructure because it goes on a different band than the regular cell towers. Now, if you're an Apple fan, I know we have some listeners who are Apple fans. You'll be pleased to know, although I'm sure they go to Apple stores, that Apple will be selling on Amazon now, officially on Amazon. No third-party sellers allowed. Only official Apple sellers will be selling the iPad Pro, the iPhone XR, the iPhone XS or 10X, I'm sorry. This is like saying Malcolm X, Malcolm 10. Uh, you never know. Uh, the Apple Watch Series 4 will all be available on Amazon. And it'll be directly through Amazon as well as a limited group of third-party sellers who are authorized by Apple. And this is kind of cool because if you remember back in 2015, Apple removed the Apple TV set-top box. uh, I mean, Amazon removed the Apple TV set-top box from the site because it didn't support Amazon Prime Video. So that's interesting. But now they're they're buddies and they're holding hands, walking down the lane, and they're partners. So you can be able to buy safely your Apple products on Amazon. That's cool. Let me think. What else have we got here? Singles Day. How many people know about Singles Day? I got a call from China saying, would I be interested in going over for Singles Day? And a lot of people don't over here don't really know about Singles Day, but I can pretty much guarantee you in the next few years, 
you're going to know about Singles Day, and it's going to be coming to the U.S. Singles Day is 11-11. Get it? Single numbers, one, 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 one. <laughs> so Singles Day happens every year in China. Uh, started by Alibaba, and it's an incredible day. Um, last year, on Singles Day, Alibaba sold $25.3 billion in gross merchandise. Um, now, this year, they're taking pre-orders, and they're expecting yeah, $25.3 billion in 24 hours. I mean, how crazy is that? It's an e-commerce company where you're going to be able to shop. Um, even though Alibaba is synonymous because they started it, now JD.com, which is another website, an e-commerce site that we may not be familiar with in the United States, but it's a powerhouse. And in 2017, JD.com sold more than $19 billion on Singles Day. I mean, look at this, $19 billion, $25.3 billion. How much stuff are those people buying over there? Is that crazy? Uh, goods sold will run the gamut from, uh, I kid you not, over 2 million hairy crabs, no comment, to 1.5 billion diapers, 55 million facial masks, 290 million rolls of toilet paper, and 400,000 watches. They have celebrities touting Singles Day. They have, it, it's like a TV show. It's like QVC. You can see it over the, the air on the Internet, and people love this. It's absolutely crazy. And it's called Singles because it's for single people to buy themselves gifts. Yeah, I was going to say, this sounds like Christmas and Valentine's rolled together for singles pe single people. Exactly. You, you nailed it. You nailed it. And JD now has its own network, JD.com, covers 99% of China's 1.4 billion citizens and includes more than 500 warehouses and 7,000 delivery stations. So they say that they can deliver 90% of their orders same or next day. So if you think Amazon is like tearing it up, consider this. Singles Day is something we're going to learn for in e-commerce. Well, thanks, uh, Kurt, for putting on Tech Radio on Twitter. We're going to come back with the next segment after the commercials. So this is Marsha Collier with No Mark Cohen on WS Radio and Wade. The What are we, Wade? We're the worldwide, leader, worldwide in leader in Internet talk. Saying that for 10 years, I forgot. <laughs> what a day. See you around the commercials. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. You take your smartphone almost everywhere you go. Now WSRadio.com can be there, too. Search WS Radio in the Play Store for your Android devices or iTunes for Apple and download the WS Radio application. WSRadio.com. On your phone and in your ear, everywhere you go. Download the WS Radio application. Do it now. It's very easy. WSRadio.com. 
I've heard this is like one of the best pizza spots in town. Yes, it is. I'll do a slice of pepperoni, slice of vegetarian. You got it. And I will pay for all of that in three days. In three days? <laughs> What's that mean? Well, wait, you accept credit cards. That money's not going to hit your account for three days anyway. I need my money quicker. At Chase, we hear you. With Express Funding, card payments are in your Chase account the next business day. Go to chase.com slash express funding. Chase for business, so you can. Compensated participation. All businesses are subject to credit approval. Not all clients are eligible for next business day funding and additional terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. You've heard me talking about Progressive Medical Center. They have helped me feel my best. And Dr. Goley, tell us a little bit about integrative medicine. Why is that such a big deal at Progressive Medical Center, and how can that make me feel better? Integrative medicine is just good medicine. It's combining the best of traditional medicine, nutritional medicine, natural medicine, and really helping the patient get to the root cause so they can take control of their health and really make an impact to improve not only their energy, their vitality, and just their overall outlook on their health and their life. I procrastinate for a long time before I finally made an appointment. So why should someone not delay and go ahead and get set up and come see you guys? Any journey begins with that first step. And that first step means making a decision to recognize that there's something wrong with you. Whether you have fatigue, inappropriate weight gain, not sleeping well, not concentrating, all of these issues, you can get to the root cause. So many of us here at The Fish have gotten help from Progressive Medical Center. So why don't you find out more from them today? Go to ProgressiveMedicalCenter.com. This is your life. Live it well. Education, industry experts, back to the basics. Is your company using the Internet of Things to its fullest potential? Enlist the Peggy Smedley Institute and its team of experts to create a customized plan for how to apply the IoT to your specific needs. Learn everything you need to know to achieve tangible business outcomes in today's digital economy. Contact us at 630-933-0844 at 630-933-0844 or visit learnitiot.com. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. 